This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Aaron Rennan, get with the NFL. Uh, looking at his uh, picks uh, this weekend, uh, ERs at the Saints Rams game. But I was like, how, wait, how did the Patriots score at the end of the game? <laughs> I mean, that thing was not, they were not going to score a touchdown. That hook was a big hook. Right. And mm, that's. Uh, I was a, a, a gut punch uh, on that one with the long punt return. And then you get bailed out by maybe a silly uh, block in the back, which they just say, well, just kind of wave it away. So Yeah, it was, an, that, an, was, that was the strangest part of that uh, return because you can clearly see a couple, at least a couple uh, block of the backs, which is – it's always kind of called uh, on those type of plays. So, um, yeah, that was a little bit odd. All right, uh, so the Giants uh, go down to Dallas for uh, for the uh, Thanksgiving Day uh, game. And, well, um, boy, the Dallas has never looked so good. I mean, they absolutely destroyed uh, Minnesota. And you're wondering about them with seven straight one-score wins. But then the Giants uh, may be at a low spot where the Lions go in there. And that's third straight win for the Lions. But, I mean, 31-18, to 18, how handily they did it was a little bit of a surprise. So, boy, there was the look-ahead line on this one because it is ballooned now. It was under a touchdown. Now it is over a touchdown. The Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving, eight-and-a-half-point favorites over the Giants. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, buy low, sell high, uh, really going off last week here. Uh, Jimmy, I I do think a lot of this Cowboys team. I mean, off you know again the offensively, um, they they I still don't think they have reached their ceiling. They can get better and better. Boy, uh, what a difference uh, Pollard makes! Uh, explosive at the running back position, getting uh, more carries now. Dak obviously still getting better. I don't I'm not sure he hit a stride. Tough week to really improve and and hit that stride with the short rest. Um, and, you know, defense, I think, more than anything, was back in vogue last week. I mean, Cousins couldn't do anything uh, for the Vikings. With that said, Jimmy, you know, the, all you have to do is win the game. That's why they put a point spread on these games. You mentioned last week if they would have played uh, on Sunday, this the game would have been under uh, seven. So, you know, the Cowboys uh, a team that, um, you know, uh, you always have to wonder sometimes that, you know, obviously I think they're, they're coached really well defensively, offensively, kind of be uh, a little bit of a different thing, but these two teams did uh, already meet, uh, of course, up in the Meadowlands earlier this year, uh, Monday night football, the total remember in that game kind of went back and forth between 38 and 39. Um, eventually fell right on it. Yeah. yeah. Eventually kind of fell 
uh, right on it there. You know, that was when the Cowboys offense was uh, struggling. Um, you know, I, I've been impressed, uh, obviously, again, with what the Giants were going to do. Obviously, they're overachieved a little bit. And it, it, it's interesting because you can say a little bit like the Minnesota Vikings. You know, the Vikings mm-hmm. just kind of won these close one-score games, and you knew that they weren't quite good. It showed in the point spread last week where Dallas took money, uh, eventually favored by two, two and a half. I thought the, the spot uh, really favored the Cowboys last week, but it's a little different story uh, with what they can do. So, you know, I, I think Doble can, can game plan things up a little bit. You still have a quarterback that can run uh, with Jones. I kind of go back to that Eagles game. Uh, where they kind of ran a little bit of zone read, really ran at Parsons, made him kind of make a choice with what he was doing. So I think, you know, they can make some adjustments offensively for what they did in the first game, Uh, make some uh, adjustments for what teams have kind of done to that Dallas defense. Not saying they're going to win this game, but again, a division uh, type of game, Jimmy, I think it's close. Uh, I'm going to take the the eight and a half points here. You know, it's funny. Two teams in college football and two teams in the NFL that sort of live that charm life and wondering if it's just flat-out luck, you know, clutch or luck. And the two biggest cases, North Carolina was 6-0 in one-possession games. I came to a screeching halt. You can't lose by a 21-point favorite to Georgia Tech. TCU failed to cover, still won. Real overly conservative, but Dave Aranda need one first down. He just decided to punt. And then the Vikings and the Giants, like we just talked about in the uh, NFL, all four of those uh, failed to cover uh, last week. But we are going – Dallas is generally a public team. Well, they coming off of an impressive win like that. You only had three games. Most eyeballs were on that Minnesota-Dallas game. So the recency bias will be in effect uh, on Thanksgiving. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're, that line's uh, done going up, right. uh, climbing up. All right, uh, Sunday, uh, Jacksonville coming off of a bye. Baltimore went old school. Now, it was partly due to the weather of this past weekend, but they went old school where they only had about 300 yards, 308 to 205. They outgained Carolina in a 13-3 lead, 13-3 game. Where's Ray Lewis uh, and, uh, and Trent Dilfer? I mean, that's old school Baltimore there. Jacksonville at home off the bye, catching four and a half against the visiting Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to take, uh, I guess, what feels like, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, throughout the, the campaign, Jacksonville has been, um, I feel like they've almost gotten a little too much credit uh, from the marketplace or, or, or the lines, I, I, I thought, um, you know, kind of a, maybe a surprising favorite or a short dog uh, in many of these games. And, you know, they power rated you know, pretty well. They just have not been able to back it up and deliver it. Obviously, um, for whatever reason, they just seemed overvalued. This week seems a little bit different that they're getting over a field goal. I, I thought this one was going to come in uh, about a field goal, Jimmy. Obviously, the, the situation uh, should uh, favor the Jaguars to a certain degree. Now, remember, this was uh, an organization that was obviously beaten down by the shortened Urban Meyer era, era, and they just couldn't respond when he was fired about this time uh, last year. Uh, you expected this team and Trevor Lawrence to improve. To a certain extent, they, they have. They still have a long way to go. They, you know, they're still up against it from a talent perspective. You know, I'm not sure exactly who's calling the shots from a personnel perspective or if that's going to continue, but they need to make some upgrades to this roster. With that said, you know, if they're going to take a step forward, 
this year, you know, you you kind of still feel like this is the week. You know, obviously Peterson comes in as the new head coach. I feel like they've kind of, uh, you know, underperformed uh, as mentioned. Uh, but you get a couple weeks off. They've made a lot of mistakes in the red zone offensively. They just haven't been that efficient. So I think they can, they can do that and get a little bit more efficient uh, with what they do on offense, which can really change the game. Defensively, they've actually played uh, pretty well, uh, which you can't really say about Baltimore. Boy, that was an ugly game uh, last week off their bye against Carolina. They eventually uh, get it done to win by double digits. But what, 13-3? to A little worried here about the injury. Stanley uh, goes down, re-injures that uh, ankle, makes a difference for this offensive line for Baltimore. So I'm going to go with what feels like value, the home dog. I'm going to take the Jaguars this week. Yeah, Jaguars, after they started 2-1 and one in the second and third games against the Colts and Chargers, outscored them by a combined 62-10. to 10. Since that, they've lost 6-7 of seven straight up. All of those losses, they failed to cover as well. The one win was when they were down 17 to the Las Vegas Raiders and came back and beat them 27-20. Yeah, they, they got overvalued, right? It, it was just kind of a weird thing because I, I did like this team coming into the season. I, I did bet them over season wins. And, you know, again, they, they started off line? pretty well. Uh, uh, you know, about it, six and a half, seven? It wasn't seven. I think it was like six, six, six and a half, whatever. Okay. I, 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 maybe it was seven. You know, it was right there, six or seven. I can't remember exactly what it was. But they, uh, yeah, and, and I think it was just those those two. Went. I mean, at the time, we thought that the Colts and Chargers would be a little bit stronger. Yeah. I think. And so maybe looking back, it was not quite as impressive because those uh, those teams certainly uh, had their issues. All right, uh, the uh, Washington uh, just takes care of business. I mean, Houston turns it over uh, to pick six, and that put them behind uh, the eight ball, and Washington just kind of grinded out another win. Um, not sure what kind of games Rivera's playing with the public announcing <laughs> that Heineke is going to be the starter or not. I mean, <laughs> if he starts wins, man, just show him the damn door immediately. Uh, the Falcons – Little read option, little Cordero Patterson, a little bit this man. They uh they're healthy again uh, on offense, and uh, they beat the Bears uh in a high scoring game. There, uh this one's in DC. The total is forty three, which you want to look at. Yeah, I'm going to go under the total uh, here, Jimmy. I mean Washington um, continues to get it done. Riverboat uh, Ron uh, doing a great job. I mean. And, you know, Heinke in, in this offense has just been good enough uh, with what they do. And, you know, it's never going to be a top-scoring type of offense uh, with him into the game. But, you know, kind of the grit and grind, uh, if you will. But I think, to me, the story right now is uh, this Washington defense. You know, they've, they've really gotten better. and We knew that they had the talent uh, on that side of the ball. But, boy, this defensive front, the pressure that they create – uh, on the quarterback, and I expect them to get Chase Young back this week too. Right. And and you know I I thought he was going to go last week. Eventually he sits out uh, another game. So you know you add another weapon on this defensive line. Um, you know someone who's a difference maker, obviously a playmaker, so explosive. Uh, I, you know, I would think he would come back fine uh, after this injury at this stage, waiting so long to get back on the field. So. Uh, that's going to be a tough matchup for this offensive line for Atlanta uh, and the Falcons. Uh, they're down a little bit, 
Um, you mentioned uh, this offense, and you know they played just an awful Chicago Bears defense. That defense for the Bears is uh, one of the worst uh, in the NFL at this point. But you know they lose Pitts, the tight end now, which you know very odd. They never seem to use him a lot, but you know is it someone that you had a game plan for? Obviously. Uh, kind of focus on them. So they lose him, and they've been very conservative at times, trying to run the ball, as you mentioned, the option uh, type of thing. So you do get kind of a running clock uh, with Atlanta, but, you know, just not much for the way of explosive offense here. So, you know, you have two offenses that, you know, big plays I don't think are really uh, in the game here. So I'm going to go under the total, uh, just kind of an underrated improving Washington defense uh, if you will, I mean, Houston did absolutely nothing. Obviously, they're up against it, uh, but um, um, you know, again, uh, I think we get uh, kind of a lower, you know, twenty twenty to three a Washington win last week. Kind of looking at the same type of thing, seventeen fourteen type of style. Yeah, twenty three to ten was the final in Houston, right. and you know, Pierce has been a real bright spot. The rookie running back out of Florida for Houston. They have Washington held them to just 21 yards rushing, 148 total. I mean, it is, yes, and they're doing it with Chase Young, who it seems like every week or the last two or three weeks it's been a game-time yeah. decision, and they just haven't pulled the trigger uh, on him just yet. So, I mean, yes, this Washington defense. And listen, the one that they lost, I mean, to the Vikings uh, on this uh, run where right. they won five out of six, that was a joke. I mean, they had no business losing that one. Uh, had a pick six call back on a very questionable defensive holding call and then just did enough to lose the game uh, against the Vikings. So, anyway, so Washington, yeah, they're they're a team to watch, no doubt. Because Heineke only has one more touchdown and interception. It's not like he's lighting it up, <laughs> no. carrying the team. He's just, just kind of... Would it's no way to improve it, but they sure do seem more energized with him in the game. Oh, I mean, you know, you know the you know. teammates have just really responded to him, and you know, he's just—you you could clearly see that for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Wentz just seems to rub guys wrong in that locker room, and just does not get these guys to play for him. It happened in Philly in the end. Happened in Indianapolis. Kind of was the same deal here. Uh, in Washington, and, and you could just see the tide turn with this team. That's probably one of my regrets in the NFL season, just not seeing that because you know, I'm not a big uh, 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 not a big fan of Wentz, but, boy, just a total team turnaround here for Washington. And the schedule, right. schedule hadn't been that bad for this team. All right, uh, ER's top three picks uh, in the NFL this week. Uh, under 43, Washington, Atlanta. Jacksonville, plus four and a half at home against Baltimore. And then Thanksgiving afternoon, the Giants in a buy low spot here, plus eight and a half at the Dallas Cowboys. For Aaron Redding, I'm Jimmy Ott here on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.